Hi, it's Tim Hagen from Progress Coaching, and welcome to another episode for the Coaching Conversations podcast. Now, we are on Stitcher, we are on iTunes, and multiple different channels. Please check us out. Now, one of the things that you'll get out of our podcast episodes is a lot of content, a lot of strategy. It's not fluff, it's not concept. Yet we really want you to engage with the content and let us know your feedback. If you have any questions, feel free to reach out to us. If there's topics you'd love to have us address, we would love to share them with you. Let us know your impact and let us know your feedback. When I think about coaching during uncertain times, I think about some of our most common challenges. And I think about the great training I received from MHS and Ed Hennessy out of Dallas, Texas. And I think about five areas that we really need to focus on, and especially with emotional intelligence, self-awareness, self-regulation, social skills, motivation, and empathy. And so how do we use that understanding of emotional intelligence during these uncertain times? And I think about self-awareness. Think about what questions do we need to ask people to get them to become self-aware, such as, how are you feeling? What's going through your mind? What's one word you would use to describe how you're currently feeling about the situation? And really listen, not listen to respond, but to really listen to understand. And then I think about social skills. And I think about questions such as, how are you communicating with people? How are you collaborating? How are you feeling about the distance from your teammates? And what are you doing to close that distance? One of the things that recently I went through is I've been having a lot of conversations with a company I'm a client of, Concero. And I've been spending time with one of their founders, Jessica Druckmann. And we spent a lot of time using Zoom. And it's weird. She's really invigorated. Now I'm used to Zoom. We use it in our business. And she just hadn't up to this point for whatever reason. And she said, wow, this is really cool. And ironically, my wife, who's a physician, is now doing Zoom meetings with her patients because they're trying to keep the social distance. So social skills in a very weird, warped way could actually be increasing through social distancing. It's causing us to communicate at different levels in different delivery methods. Now, one of the areas that I scored the lowest on in my EIQ test with Ed Hennessy was emotional um, intelligence as it relates to empathy. And I have to tell you, ever since I got that score, and my score was not a bad score. A low score only means you're not using those skills as much. And Ed really did a great job of coaching me. And he shared with me, he said, Tim, that's not a bad score. And it's not even a low score, but a low score just means you're not using those skills as much. And ever since that certification that I completed, I've been more empathetic. It's allowed me to have more grounded conversations with people. Now, as we go into this tumultuous time and have been going through this tumultuous time, it's really hit me. I'm so happy I became more self-aware of my lack of empathy. Because I'm now practicing more empathy. I'm trying to understand. I'm spending more time acknowledging people's feelings versus moving past them and moving to the solution. 
So here's the funny thing about coaching conversations. There is not a perfect coaching conversation. If there was a perfect coaching conversation, I would actually equate it to the following. It's the ability to just sit down and talk and listen without interrupting or disrupting and truly understand what someone else is feeling and going through without judgment or assumptions. Now, I just did that definition on the fly, but that sounded pretty good. And I think about what we need to do during this time. And it's funny because we can't go down the hall. We, we can't knock on our boss's office door. We can't go to our peer. We can't go to our teammate and just start chatting. It's forcing us to find ways to communicate. So here's the cool thing I want you to get out of this lesson. I go back to why we coach. The reason we coach is to build understanding and to position ourselves to help others take action for personal and, and talent development improvement. And I think about this tumultuous time, this really weird time, this time we may not experience for another 50 years. Who knows? And I think about it this way. So often in my business, we get the response of, I don't have time to coach. Tim, our industry is really different. You don't understand. I get that wherever I go. Every industry thinks they're different. Yet there's one thing that we have in common, and that's people. We have to be talking to our people. Now, think about if you're at a company and you have to change the way you communicate with your people. You now have to ask them to work out of their homes. And oh, by the way, we're going to ask you to maintain focus and professionalism and go above and beyond the call of duty for the sake of our customers. We need to engage now more than ever. And what if you were a manager that wasn't coaching, wasn't having continuous conversations with your people? Now, the flip side of the coin, what if you were a manager that calls people into the office for the good stuff. You leave a note on their desk telling them where they're improving because you're using the power of progress to motivate them. Think about that. Which manager has a distinct advantage during these tumultuous times? See, here's the thing. Conversations make up cultures. The way we converse, the way we talk to each other, the way we listen to each other really positions us for times of change, our culture is revealed during tumultuous times of change. And I'll share this with you. When you teach coaching, so often we're after behavioral change, performance change. And I always share with people that those are byproducts of coaching. But coaching is another form of communication to strengthen relationships. When there's strong relationships and there's trust and we're aware of who we are and what we have in common, even outside of our work interactions, those relationships have bonds that position them to forge together, to strengthen together, to tie together, to move in congruence together better than people who only have work relationships. Let me explain. We do a four-team four-step team development coaching strategy. 
And one of the things we do across departments is we have people sit down in pairs of two and just interview each other. And you have to just find out who they are, a couple unique things about them, and then they stand up and they just simply share it with the rest of the group. And people think it's corny and cliche and there's a lot of giggling and laughter and fun. And then what they have to do between that session and the next session is they have to get together and have coffee and find out one major thing they have in common. Here's the funny thing, and I remember this from over 12 years ago. We had a woman who was about 58 and a young guy about 27. She had kids, she had grandkids, he was a young guy, not married. And I knew this about this guy because it's one of my passions. He loved beach volleyball. Now, he worked in finance, she worked in credit. You would assume by demographics they had nothing in common. What he found out in their commonality conversation is that she loved beach volleyball. She played it every weekend. Their relationship changed. Their work interactions became more palatable, more friendly, more cooperative. See, when we only have work relationships, and I'm not suggesting companies should promote everybody's best friends. That's not my suggestion. But when we're aware of other people and what makes them unique, when we're aware of what we potentially have in common with them, we have a foundation of communication. Now our interaction isn't just business. So as we go through this very tumultuous time, I think we're going to find out where we have opportunities to strengthen not only our relationships, but the frequency and the depth of our conversations. So when we're coaching during uncertain times, we have to ask people, how are you feeling? What's the best word that would describe your motivation? Share with me, share with me one thing I could do to help you become more comfortable. What could we do to help you offset this really awkward isolation that we're all going through? Now, what I just did is demonstrated some questions around self-awareness, motivation, emotional intelligence, and empathy. If we become skilled at those questions and we go into those discussions to learn and listen, we will come out of this successfully. Now, we're all going to look different and feel different when this is all said and done. And what does it mean that it's all said and done? Nobody really knows what that is. It probably hasn't even been successfully defined. But think about increasing your conversations. Now, let's say you don't have time to chat. Send somebody a text. Just wanted to let you know I appreciate you. Thank you so much for working out of your home. I know this has been a disruption. If we increase our awareness of who we are, and if we have the opportunity to establish some commonality, and here's the funny thing about commonality. We all have something in common. It's amazing that we think we're so different that we have nothing in common. We all have something in common. And then if we can find out how people are feeling during this time, you will come out of this time. Once we get back to whatever we call normal going forward, successfully. Thank you for listening to another episode of Coaching Conversations by Tim Hagen and Progress Coaching. Now, our company is always coming out with new and innovative solutions to help leaders coach their employees. And recently, we just created a new service called coach to you where leaders can pick and choose topics and assign 7- to 21-day programs for employees 
to learn and more importantly, apply actions and then reflect and share what they're going to do going forward as a result of the learning. It's called Coach to You. We're literally bringing coaching to your employees. If you're intrigued, we'll have a link in each one of our episodes where you can get more information. And again, thank you so much for listening to another episode.